0: And welcome to episode two of Bless Their Hearts, a Southern Charm Savannah podcast. I am Zach Dennis. I am here with Will Peebles and Nancy Fulbright, and we are excited to recap this second episode of Southern Charm Savannah, the second episode of season two. This one I, I coined in the recap I wrote for the Savannah Morning News as boxing, broken vases, and parents Come to town. Do you feel like that's a, a fair assessment of this episode?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. But pa- parents was the main theme for me because everybody got some father-mother time, good or bad, honestly.
2: The one big component you left out, though, is sad sack in a Santa suit, but I'm sure we'll get there.
1: That. No, no. That, that will be brought
2: up. <laughs> that, that was uh, exponentially way too much of this episode, but we, I just had to give it a shout-out.
0: <laughs> well, I also, for this recap this week, I came up with a Southern Charm Savannah Power Rankings list. After week two, um, you guys can give your thoughts, and, the, and listeners, if you wanna you wanna send in, please tell us what you think, and if, or if there should needs to be any changes. Number one, Brandon. Absolutely. Brandon's my absolute favorite character, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Number two, Bruce from Brandon's party, Nick episode one. That's a close. <laughs> that's a close one and two.
1: Bruce, you're still very hanging close. on, bud. Bruce,
2: come back to us. We miss you. The they,
1: realest character on the show.
0: He is. Opinion. Then there's a dry. There's a little bit of a drop. Number three is the drone shots of the bridge in Savannah. They were very pretty. fantastic. They were pretty. Uh, number four, the food at Brandon's party in episode one looked great. Yes. The, the the party that they had in this episode did not match up with how good the food looked. The food in that was
1: one. okay, though. It was still above average. You know, they no, like it's still good, yeah, but like the, yeah. the
0: episode one, I was like, oh, that's some good food. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, hey, good. Number six, Hannah. Number seven, Daniel. Number eight, Daniel wearing glasses. Mm. Number nine, Louis... Number 10, Louie wearing an elf costume in the second episode. And number 11, Lyle. 12, Catherine. And my final bottom ranking is Lyle in a Santa costume asking a girl if
1: she was naughty or not. Can bless we, can bless we, his heart. Can we start there? Bless his heart, Andy. Yes. Yeah,
0: let's, th- let's let's talk a little bit about Lyle and Louie's trip to New York City. So they went there in this episode. They were doing a pop-up shock trip. Shock sock, shock sock, whatever. Sock shop, shop sock. Sock, yeah,
2: sock, sock. Yeah, sock Yeah, say that,
0: say that five times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they they did that. They also went out. They were dressed as Santa and Buddy the Elf, and were hitting on women while <laughs> the women back home were trying to figure out if this relationship was going anywhere. What did, what did you guys make of that trip?
2: I, I just have to sigh deeply. I mean, and also let's let's add that the Santa and the Elf outfits were. Accessorized with that lovely ho 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 necklace that I don't know they probably got that in Chinatown somewhere, but that just kind of says it all, doesn't it?
0: Will and I were joking while we were watching the episode. Uh, well, this part of Savannah looks a little
1: strange. I, I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen the. Uh, I, I I've think never that seen buildings the, above code. Yeah, that, that's Ireland. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But no, yeah, no. I really, genuinely, just cringe the whole time. Every bar scene, the sock thing was fine, but God, the bar scenes. I was just like, uh.
0: the most awkward thing in the sock shop was the uh, when he was he was talking about but the, the other person there, the the woman who the marketing was we- lady, yeah, who here. was wearing the socks. And He's mm-hmm. like, oh, are you wearing the socks? And she like unzips her boot and shows him, and he was like, what is the quote? Can you feel the pima? Can you feel Mm. the pima? And I was just, that's when I had to like turn around.
2: And he also told us there's a craft to hosiery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. New York trip, just, yeah, don't go to New York. No. That that sounded.
2: Well, you can go to New York, but just don't act a fool.
1: God, it was bad. Yeah. Mm. Not a fan of that part of the Mm -mm. episode.
2: And that was a part I thought too. Mm. Well, it didn't need to be in there at all, probably. Sure. I guess it further it's going to further the story long because, you know, Louis kind of confronts Lyle about why he's with Catherine still, or trying to continue that relationship. So I guess that was kind of the point, but it really could have been edited down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we're going back to that scene again. Yeah,
1: and I get that he had to go to New York for the sock hop shop pop up uh, thing, <laughs> but it, I don't get why they couldn't have just had the conversation about the relationship in a different part of savannah Mm -hmm. like that would have been fine i think
0: well i guess he got that part because one of the places they visited this week was the savannah combat club and Mm. there was the wonderful rocky-esque scene Mm. of of lyle and daniel boxing each other neither of them looked that great but uh then they had this real you know (laughs) heart-to-heart man talk So, uh, you know about about what is he doing with Catherine? What where does he want to go? And in two or three years, does he want to be in this position?
2: Is that something men do? No,
1: I don't know. It seemed awkward because it's like, yeah, bro, let's do some boxing. No no dude if you go to therapy that means you really like her you know this is really serious at that point
2: point. and i was kind of like ah, <laughs> this it's is a questionable. strange place to talk it about seems this. manufactured but you know that's reality tv
0: every time i go boxing with a friend we talk about really serious emotional issues <laughs> afterward
2: how you need therapy yeah who you should date who you should not date
0: yeah he's just like, man i got that after boxing you know i don't want to tell you i got that test and think i have some disease or something oh, oh cool bro let's I'm go i'm glad there. you
2: told me here yes. bro <laughs>
0: let's grab a cold one and leave yes i guess i guess that can transition us into some of the places that they went to uh this episode and they went to salacious salt mm-hmm. they went to Col- the collins quarter which uh, i'm firm recommendation on mm-hmm. that savannah combat club like we said and they went to moon river kayak tours uh hannah and daniel went on a kayaking trip it also kind of begs the question: Is there something
2: going on there? Because well, they were, I thought the same thing.
0: They were sharing looks at the at Brandon's party last week.
2: Not I, I didn't necessarily think something was going on, but I thought Hannah, bless her heart, I have never seen you look this happy with whistle britches with the socks. Yeah, I mean, she looks so happy with Daniel. I mean, even though I felt like he was giving her questionable advice about her career, like, just quit your job and, like, go ahead and do your dress line, even don't, though you've got one sketch. And don't he,
0: knock down the,
1: the wise sage of the Southern Tram Savannah. He gave so much advice.
2: He did. He did.
1: He's like, he's like I only do advice in places that are interesting, like boxing places or while kayaking. That's true. That's
2: true. I mean, otherwise, the advice isn't
1: worth anything, but, yeah. Were they out were at Butterbean? Was that Butterbean Beach? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not. It looked like Butterbean mm-hmm. Beach, but I don't know. We have a place called Butterbean Beach here. It's wonderful. It might be. Um,
0: they. I looked in the t- kayak tour like hubs. One of them was in White Marsh Island, so I don't know oh, if it was out okay.
1: there. Out there in Whitmarsh.
0: We're going to take a quick break from Bless Their Hearts, a the Southern Charm Savannah podcast. Talk to you a little bit about... Savannah Restaurant Week. Now, guys, I've talked about food a number of times already on the show because I'm still thinking about that food at Brandon's party Like, seriously, it was so good. It looked amazing. But... If you're like, hey, I want some quality food. I I, I don't want to, you know, go all over the place. There's some great Savannah restaurants that are taking part in this. For 10 days this summer, starting on Thursday and running through August 5th, Savannah celebrates her culinary heritage. More than two dozen of the finest local eateries will offer three-course dinners with a low price of $30 during the event. $30? That's not bad. Three courses, 10 days, foodie paradise. Visit DoSavannah.com for menus and participating restaurants. Now, back to the podcast. Let's go ahead and transition into some of our things that we came up with for this week. Um, We got a number of segments. The first one we're going to have is Brandon's quote of the week and nancy i'm gonna start with you
2: well brandon didn't have as many quips this week as he did last week so i'm hoping he brings it in episodes to come he was dealing
0: with a lot of drama
2: he was dealing with a lot of drama um but his quote of the week for me was there is nothing more vicious than a teenage girl and having been a teenage girl myself i can attest to this well
0: can i can i add a little bit on the top of that and it was those will protect you honey and mm-hmm. then he said, nothing's more vicious than a teenage mm-hmm.
2: girl.
1: That was mm-hmm. mine, too. That was mm-hmm. like, it, it pretty much just set the scene for the whole subplot. Mm-hmm. I think the parents thing was the main plot, but the subplot was definitely sleep overnight where mm-hmm. everybody, no one sleeps over, everybody right. leaves. Yeah. yeah, they left.
2: I don't know if they were supposed to sleep over, but they, they all got mad and left. Yeah, I agree.
1: That's my Brandon mm-hmm. brand quote as well.
0: Mm-hmm. The next one is your, uh, what's going on, moment of the week my'll I'll, I'll start with mine I think the, uh, the the interaction between Haygood and her parents was I was just going what's going that's the kind of the, my takeaway from this whole episode was everybody cannot get along with their parents in this mm-hmm. I, that, I don't know what that's that, that that's what they need to be dealing with more than the relationship. non-existent relationship exactly because but she was just going on and on about this and i was like I, I guess we're supposed to sympathize with her i don't really i think that she needs to like work on the relationship rather than complaining about her parents
1: not working on the relationship yeah for my uh what moment i'm gonna go with um old brandon uh kind of just going after cat right Mm -hmm. at that party with from what and i may have missed something Mm -hmm. but no evidence based Mm -hmm. on that at all in inferring that she was uh seeing other people without pretty much any he's like you know you've been doing you've been out there we know Mm -hmm. what you've been doing yeah why can't and then like taking it to a big level like why can't you just tell us the truth and really kind of gaslighting her Mm -hmm. i was kind of like what are you doing brandon What
0: what is? well there was a lot of tension in that scene because you had that moment and then Kat leaves and goes upstairs or whatever or Hagrid's like yeah we can we can talk about this you know I'm I'm here to listen I'm your friend and she was just like I'm the toughest person you'll ever know I don't need to talk to you Mm -hmm. and then she goes downstairs and there's the little confrontation with Brandon and then then she leaves so just like tornado for the last five or so minutes of that episode
2: and we get a little preview for next week when Brandon says to Jim you know I hope I didn't ruin my relationship with Catherine (laughs) Uh, you know, calling her a liar in front of everybody. You know, I'm sure everything will be be mended perfectly.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to next episode, the uh, showdown that was teased between Lyle and Louie. So it, Buddy and the Elf and, and Santa are turning on each other and they're mm. going to fight.
2: <laughs> mm. My uh, moment of the week, truthfully, was the fact that lyle could take daniel in boxing i was right? like i don't think this is going to happen yeah I, I didn't
1: but they had like the whole chest armor and stuff on
2: he just looked like a fish out of water <laughs> bless his heart and you know if, if daniel is working out five days a week which i i do think he is although we did not get a, you know a, a topless daniel shot this episode i but don't he, think
0: he should have went topless for boxing
1: well, it was cold, yeah. it was Christmas. That's you know? right, yeah. that's right.
2: But yeah, I thought, wow, you really think you're going to take Daniel, huh?
0: Yeah, they had to do a draw to like save both mm. masculinity. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so then they could talk about going to therapy afterward.
0: No, they, they couldn't talk about that. Yeah, they had the, they were like, we're going to get a draw unboxing boxing, and then we can talk about all the serious stuff. <laughs> right. Like guys do, you know, macho. Yes, yes. Um, our next one is Savannah Mistake of the Week. We talked last week about some of the, uh, if you were, you know, deep savannah that you wouldn't be doing this that anything pop out to you it seemed like a lighter episode with
2: mm. that the only one i saw and this is not a, a mistake in terms of like what are they doing that correctly or the way a savannian would do it so they misidentified carrie clark phelps from salacious salt that she was identified as Corey. so oh. I, was, and I was like oh. so hey carrie I knew who you were. We got you, Gary. Yeah, Here,
0: you're, you're more than welcome to come and defend your honor That's on right. the Bless Their Hearts podcast. Please yes. come join. The next one is the, I wish this was a lot shorter moment of the week. Whew. So that so it, so something that happened in the episode there that you were like, yeah, they could have cut a number of minutes off of this. I think I'm going to go with the, uh, as you mentioned before, the whole New York City party stuff.
2: Yes. I, I don't think there's anything more to say about that.
1: That could have been done, I think, from a and mind you I'm no film critic but from a cinematic perspective where it could have shown him doing the sock thing we got it he's there he's Mm -hmm. doing the sock thing and then show them going out and having fun at the bar, which kind of infers, and show them talking to girls. Mm-hmm. Not even like have them actually talking to girls, because mm-hmm. we saw what happened last night when you really let the <laughs> let the camera run with them talking to girls. If well, you've been or, naughty or nice, or at least structure <laughs> it like in
0: a montage. So it's yeah, like right. it's only like a minute long, and it's just hitting all the be- more important beats, and right. just going there. Where they were out, you know, quick montage, and then you move on. Because yeah, lingering there and listening to them talk, like I don't know, I'm to not, carry I, I'm not, I'm shows. not a pro on on picking up girls or anything, but like that seemed just like the lowest you know attempt to to talk to a girl
2: yeah Mm. it was just overkill
0: yeah but uh this this one's for will you you kept a kind of diversity count for this week's episode to see how many non-white people showed up yeah what what did you come up with
1: i had i optimistically wrote a tally at the start of the episode I did not make any tally marks uh, <laughs> by the end of the episode, so yeah, maybe we'll do better next week. I feel like I'm going to say that every week, oh, every yeah. episode. But huh.
0: yeah, it, it's like they don't even it's they don't even have diverse people like in the in the little
1: in between shots where they're like around Savannah. It's just like sometimes I have to ask Zach during the episode who who's this again because they're all just the carbon copies. Yeah, they're they're I don't know. I know there's the lawyer guy, the sock guy, and. You were very confused by who Haygood
0: was multiple times. Yeah, later. but I
1: know who Haygood is now. I want to talk about Haygood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. Our la- I definitely know Haygood. Our last segment, courtesy of Nancy, is what would Bruce do in this situation? So let's plant Bruce into that pajama party. What would, how would Bruce handle that? All that drama.
1: I think. Well, and I think this is because I, I, I'm. Optimistically looking at Bruce as just the paragon of truth, this this noble knight, the vanguard of reality TV, saying, or at least this show, say and he would probably tell Brandon, "Hey, stop doing this. Why are you Why are you throwing throwing mud around in your own house? You know, it's you invited these girls to a slumber party, serve them a meal, and then just start accusing one of lying to you based on pretty much no evidence. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, so yeah, I th- I like to think Bruce would have stepped in. Or he would have just, like, stopped them in the bar in New York and, like, y'all suck at this.
2: This Yeah, I I think (laughs) Bruce is, like, um, like you said, he's just, like, everything that's right and good in the world. And he would have... He, I think he would have taken Brandon and the girls to task equally. He would have told them to get their drama under control, and he would have said the same same thing to Brandon. And he would have I th- probably done the same. I, mean, I don't know. I, I can't really picture Bruce in that bar scene in New York. I, th- I just think he it, it was so distasteful. He, he wouldn't be able to look at those outfits long enough. <laughs>
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Bruce, I agree. we're big fans of you. you Bruce, come if, if you're, to you're us. listening Seriously? to us, please, like – zdennis at savannah now.com. hit me up and we will get you on we have
1: another chair we, yes. we'd love to have
0: you yeah we got a we got an empty chair to, to the side of us we would love to have you i guess let's let's kind of wrap up with you were talking you wanted to talk a little bit more about hey good let's, let's break into kind of her episode because i was kind of even though even though the uh you have that subtle racism that she that she pops out with with you know japanese culture the one thing that i do kind of have some sympathy for with her is that it seems like you know she's one of the new members of the cast but she's the i feel like the most new because brandon popped up in season one a little bit he was more comfortable with that and it seems just judging from her her talk with Catherine and just her general interactions with everybody else she seems like the outsider
1: yeah but i think she's kind of coming into her own identity now there was some hint at some witchcraft she's she's like uh like she said oh i used to go out and rain dance because i'm from the rice fields she's <laughs> kind of like uh becoming more of this like kind of free spirit very as,
0: bohemian you know yeah to bo- them.
1: boho quite boho you know and uh yeah, I think that she's kind of, she's like the, the the good witch of the south. Hey, good. Mm-hmm. The hey, good witch I of the south. Like there we go. Oh, that's good. Look at that. Yeah. Um, off the note. Yeah. Um, but I think that she's probably the most improved person. A little more relatable uh, because of her interaction with her parents, I mm-hmm. think. I think them being super critical of her art is probably something that the audience that they're trying to reach with hey, good would really respond to. Yeah. I think.
0: She she did run into a little bit of uh, slut shaming, though, at that pajama party.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I disagreed with that. I was like, was
0: like, one,
2: one. Yeah, and you know good and well they're telling a lie. They're telling a bald faced lie.
0: Brandon called them out
2: on it. He yeah. was like, I know you're not. Yeah, and we all know you're not. He didn't even just say I. <laughs> he said, come on, we all know. And they kind of, you know, have these knowing looks. But Yeah, know. I don't think anybody
1: wanted to, like, tell Brandon in his own house, hey, you don't know that. <laughs>
2: right.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think, hey, good. Uh, has moved up the rankings she's and,
2: becoming uh, much more interesting she went she she climbed and you know being interesting to me after episode two from episode
0: one no I agree um, Nancy was there anybody else that kind of stood out to you as oh I'm, I'm kind of liking them a little bit more outside of hey good it's kind of tough they were it was a little bit of a rocky week for the for the og cast
2: yeah no no one's no one's really <laughs> uh but i did think that the whole interchange between daniel and his brother and the father yeah was interesting now
0: they didn't bring up the whole prison
1: thing
2: no, but I think yeah. that's coming. I think that's coming. Isn't that
1: coming? Were I, were I he, I would have fired back with, yeah, this could be bad for the company, but going to prison is
2: definitely Or, oh, for the we're getting mighty picky with the food, you know? I mean, bless his heart, he was up there trying to cook everything. He kind of got, got pissy about the, you know, he's like, well, I've been in here cooking all day, but I guess I should have roasted some carrots, too. The dad was kind of like needed to... Pump the brakes on the food. He was
1: most angry serving of a carrot I've ever seen on television. 100. I'm
2: yeah. just interested to see where Daniel goes. He said he's interested in strategic planning and i'm not really sure he didn't, really he sure didn't what plan
1: that, that dinner
0: well
2: <laughs> I, no he didn't it was not strategic nor was it planned and he wants to have his own business but i'm not sure what he will be planning strategically but i think that's going to be a storyline that kind of carries through the season yeah and he, him kind of be, you know coming into his own you, i guess
1: you can't tell someone that especially your own parents who are who are critical of you because they love you mm-hmm. but and I, I, I can see the love between the mm-hmm. father and son there but it's mm-hmm. like you can't come to your dad and be like, I want to go into strategic planning and then not have a strategic plan yeah, about what down. you want to do. That, that kind of confused me a little. Yeah. But all in all, he was good this episode. Yeah,
0: yeah he was He, he was solid. We'll have to good get, advice. We'll have to get Scutch in here sometime to break down the, the legal stuff <laughs> yes, on, on his the dad. legal ramifications. Yeah. All right. Well, this was episode two of Bless Their Hearts, a Southern Charm Savannah podcast. Uh, I'm Zach Dennis for Will Peebles and Nancy Fulbright. We are... Excited for you guys that you guys are, are catching this so far. We had we, it seemed like we had some good numbers for for episode one. Uh, of course, you can subscribe to this on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, all the all the good podcasting things. It's all set up there. But yeah, give it give the uh, recap a look on on savannahnow.com, and uh, we will be looking forward to next week. Hopefully, uh, they all drink the boar blood.